0: If you are looking to improve yourself in any number of ways, the best way to achieve self-improvement is through attunement. In this episode, we'll be talking about how you can do this. Hey there, Matthew Norrie here. Welcome to my Happy Habit podcast, episode number 116. We talk health and well-being every Monday and Thursday, and if you are getting some value from this series, please consider subscribing and sharing. It doesn't have to be New Year's Day or the start of a new month or when Jupiter is aligned with the Moon for you to start to improve yourself you can do this literally any time. The important thing is that you commit to improving yourself and then follow through. The key to any self-improvement at all is attunement. Being attuned to yourself is the foundation for inner harmony. Now, before you think, I have gone all new age hippie on you, think about that very statement. Let me repeat it. Being attuned to yourself is the foundation for inner harmony. Attunement is being aligned with or sensitive to something. In this case, your mind, awareness, energy, emotions, the list goes on. And being aware of these things is the first step towards balance and your thriving in your own life. Using attunement to bring about inner harmony is like dialing in your radio to improve the reception so you can hear your favourite station with crystal clarity. Otherwise, you will be just getting And annoying static and mixed signals, which in self improvement terms is the equivalent of disharmony, confusion, lack of progress, and frustration. So, what exactly should we be attuning ourselves to in order to bring about inner harmony with the ultimate goal being that of our thriving? Well, no better place to start than with being attuned to our thoughts. Our thoughts and internal dialogue are hugely powerful. They feed us every second of every day and act as a lens through which we experience the world. If our thoughts are negative, they are toxic to our world view and more so to our view of ourselves. So it's important we remain vigilant and attuned to our thoughts. If we keep our internal dialogue in check, we can arrest toxic thoughts and perceptions as they occur allowing us to reframe what has prompted this negative response in the first place. This is how we break a bad habit. We become curious about our initial habitual response. Why am I thinking this, or why am I mentally saying that in response to X? Challenging ourselves in the moment allows us to jump out of our traditional response and gives us the opportunity to practice a different outcome or mindset. We can only do this if we are initially attuned to how and what we are thinking. Another way we can be attuned is that we can be attuned to the present, as opposed to being stuck in the past or future. People so often weigh themselves down unnecessarily by focusing on the past or events yet to come. The past haunts us as we are reminded of the mistakes we made, the opportunities missed, Chances lost, the regrets, while the future is loaded with so many worrying what-ifs. We become overwhelmed by things that haven't even happened, and may never even happen. Looking back and looking forward in time is exhausting, and misses the whole point of living. That is, living in the here and now. So, if we only do one thing to improve our lives, literally only one thing, that should be to attune ourselves to the here and the now, the present moment. It's like listening to the individual notes in a song as they are played in sequence. Once the first verse is over, it's over. The chorus is yet to come, so just enjoy each individual note as it is played. Too often, we all, and I include myself in this, we all focus on things outside of our control. We cannot control the past, it is done. We can't control the future, it's not here yet. We can control the now, but only if we remain attuned to it. Be attuned to your environment. Now, I don't mean adopting recycling and sustainability, although those things are great. I mean your immediate environment who you are interacting with, both personally and professionally, and whether these interactions are conducive to your inner harmony. We have spoken before about the negative effects of toxic or unhealthy relationships, and how they can really cause us internal conflict. By attuning ourselves to who we share our environment with, we can examine the nature of the interplay between them and us. We can then take the steps to address how we maximize the effect positive people have on us and minimize the interactions we have with those people who are having a negative effect on our mindset and our inner harmony. Again, we can only do this if we are sensitive to or attuned to who is sharing our environment on a daily basis. We can be attuned to our diet, Too often these days we are mindlessly eating whatever we put in our hands. The problem with this is we give in to deep-seated cravings. I've spoken before about the human body's microbiome, which is the name given to the trillions of bacteria we all harbour in our guts. We are beginning to understand that the microbiome can influence what we eat by prompting our cravings. So, when we find ourselves munching through a, a box of donuts, it can in fact be because the bacteria in our guts is craving the sugar, rather than us craving the sugar. The result is an empty box of donuts, and if we are doing this on a regular basis, added weight, blood sugar fluctuations, possible diabetes, blood pressure issues, etc. Let's not blame the bacteria in our guts entirely. We can also give in to emotional eating. It makes us feel better in the moment, but the result is the same as far as our health is concerned. When we are attuned to what we are eating, it requires us to be attuned to our emotions. You cannot help but ask yourself in the moment, how am I feeling? Is what I am about to eat going to sustain me or just fill an emotional gap? Attunement allows us to pause before diving into a meal, which we may regret eating afterwards. We know that when we consume healthy foods, we feel healthier and feel better about ourselves, we have more energy and we have a greater ability to ward off temptation. But none of this can be done without our first being sensitive to or attuned to what we are eating and why we are eating it. Following on from this, be attuned to your body. It's the only one you will ever have. So you had better start taking care of it, because like a car, if it's not taken care of, if it's not maintained, it will soon let you know. We spoke earlier about being attuned to your thoughts and the food you put into your body. Naturally, these all feed into our overall physical well-being. When we are attuned to our bodies, we can maximise our personal fitness and minimise the likelihood of physical illness or injury. For instance, human beings are now sitting more than we have ever done in history. Some of us are sitting for 12 to 16 hours a day. We are sitting in the car or on the bus on the way to work. We are sitting for 8 hours at our desks. In the evenings, we are sitting on our sofas that is an awful lot of sitting. The thing is, our bodies were simply not designed to sit down. All of this sitting is having the obvious effect in our waistlines, but it also negatively impacts our posture, our spines, and the efficiency of our internal organs. So we need to be attuned to what we are doing with our bodies. Are we physically moving around enough? And I don't mean doing Pilates classes or Zumba or doing a marathon. I'm talking about basic body movement. Are we physically moving enough at all? A good way to remain attuned to what your body is doing is to get a simple fitness tracker. It will simply track, at the very least, your steps and keep you honest about constantly moving throughout the day. Sitting is the new smoking, so start moving, but you must be attuned to your body first in order to make the decision to do so. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Happy Habit Podcast. Until next time, stay happy.